I'm Emma Davis, amateur biologist. And I'm Clay Davis, amateur at sex. We are the animal sex birds. Join us on our journey to discover the wild, wet, and wonderful world of animal reproduction. It's your weird friends. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Today I'm going to tell you about the Galapagos giant tortoise. And how they bang? Yes. Let's hear it. I cannot wait. Well, you and I follow similar like social media accounts like on Instagram, so you have probably seen the story about Diego. But for anyone listening who has not seen highlights of Diego's manhood, manliness... Yeah, I haven't seen his manhood. Diego. Diego is a Galapagos giant tortoise who has been heroicized a savior of his species. That's exciting. So Coming from one hero to another. Uh-huh. <laughs> Funny. So these giant tortoises are like gigantic. They're turtles, obviously. But they're huge. So they can get up to six feet in length and over 500 pounds. Is that like tail to, to nose? Tail or like to shell? snoot. <laughs> Is it called a tortoise snoot? Yeah. All right. Anyway. So let me tell you the tale of Diego. Tell me. So he initially lived, obviously, in the wild and at some point was captured from Española Island in the Galapagos. And was taken to the San Diego Zoo. Eventually, they figured out through DNA testing that he is a Hood Island giant tortoise. And they were like, wow, immaculate. We need to do something about this. This subspecies is critically endangered. So Mr. Diego was enrolled in a breeding program. There were only three males in the breeding program. And Diego initially didn't take to it nicely. He He was not into it. But once he got revved up, he became a real man. And he ended up making about 900 babies with females. <laughs> wow. Diego. Yes. And Diego has become known as a hero who saved his species. However, out of those three males, one was kind of a dud. He only made a few babies. Diego made like 900, which was really only about 40%. There was a third male tortoise known as E5. Like the letter and then the number. Yeah. We almost named our dog that. (laughs) And he produced about 60%. But because Diego was so aggressive and vocal during mating, and he has a cooler name, the attention went to Diego. Huh. So he is being like held on a pedestal as this hero who saved his species. But I want everyone listening to know about Mr. E5. He pulled more than his own weight. He pulled a lot of tail. Tortoise tail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Diego was over 100 years old. And still getting after it. Yes. And his sex drive was that of a 20-year-old. That's awesome. Good Amazing. And he's a screamer, I hear. He's a screamer. Yes, he grunts and groans a lot. And this um, saved a species, and Mr. Diego was released back into the wild in June of 2020. Oh, it's awesome. There's a nice little picture of this like park ranger carrying him on a 
like basically on a backpack um shell and he's like on this guy's back weighing 500 something pounds facing out like he's a little baby Diego's probably like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> just getting carried through the woods like i must be a beast to be able to carry a tortoise i know i looked up this little factoid Diego actually weighs in at only 175 pounds, which seems a lot more reasonable when it comes to one man carrying a giant tortoise. So this got me wondering about, is that hard for them to reproduce? What's going on here? Why Mm -hmm. was Diego one of like three males that they could find to mate? So out of all of the giant tortoise subspecies, they have different like mating habits and behaviors, largely dependent on their environment, but also, you know, personalities, I'm sure. But they all reach sexual maturity between 20 to 25 years old. So that's a long time. I mean, that's for most animals, that's way longer. That's like longer than most animals live. Yeah. So kind of crazy. But because they live over 100 years, once they hit that sexual maturity, they will breed annually for the rest of their lives. Okay. Which is why Diego was like in the century club, just still out banging ladies. (laughs) He did have to get help like... He had to have a matchmaker, you know, put him together with these ladies. He wasn't, he wasn't like finding them on his own. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like being like, well, he was in like a retirement home and he just like banged all the ladies in there. So (laughs) really, honestly, he didn't have much help. Yeah. All right. It was just like same vicinity. Mean at the bar at the retirement home. Yeah. They don't have bars at retirement homes. Yeah, they absolutely do. They have cribbage. No, they have bars. I know of one specifically. Yeah, but, like salad bars to scoop up your own no, little hot meal. Listen to me. This I Linda. Linda. <laughs> I frequent a nursing home, not on my off days, but at work. And they, they have a <laughs> Scoping bar. In ladies. There. Yeah. They have a bar in there and they go hang out and Is it actual alcohol? Yeah, it's like a it's They're an not just like bar. Serving them their medications and cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, they're making like lean <laughs> but like but like out of like blood pressure meds and stuff. Anyway. Anyway, so when it comes to finding a mate, they mate during warm season, which in the Galapagos is between January till about May, which by the way, we should go there. It sounds like a great time to travel for us. Yeah, for sure. But the male will spend several days kind of like picking on his like potential mate. So the ladies are a lot smaller, but he'll follow her around and kind of like push and shove her and like kind of try to mount and but just get in the way (laughs) so like he just interferes with her daily activities like trying to feed and water or whatever she's doing that's what i do you literally do that to me like i'm like getting ready (laughs) for the day or for work and you're like hi and just like physically block me from doing things and so scientists theorize that perhaps this is to like wear her down like to make her tired it's a great tactic yeah she just can no longer fight back (laughs) yeah and then he will chase her around and sometimes he even like nips her, like bites her legs and sniff her little rear bits. Very popular in the animal kingdom. Very popular. The nose knows best. <laughs> <laughs> and the female has to eventually allow mating to happen. So she just kind of becomes like, unresponsive like she's pretty unimpressed by this courtship ritual she'll just eventually be like all right and stop trying to run away and also sounds like my sex life (laughs) she'll kind of shrink into her shell and 
lift her tail. Submission. That's it. At its finest. That's how it goes, huh? He'll mount and thrust for quite a long time. Um, well, some sources said like 20-ish minutes, but it sounds like this could potentially last for several hours. But they're slow at it, right? So it's kind of like... I don't think so. I don't think the thrust is slow. I think... And they're loud. They grunt a lot. <laughs> so I think they're like... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> On the dough, baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So I went back after recording and watched some turtle porn. And the thrusts really are quite slow. Like at least three Mississippis apart. The more you know. So she's kind of like a pillow princess. She just kind of lays there and lets him do his thing. Is that what a pillow princess is? Yeah. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a passenger princess. You tried that in the car the other day. Yeah. Quay Road Shotgun and I drove for quite a while and he just sipped his little coffee. Yeah, it was great. Made I, some phone calls. Yeah, played DJ. Got to hang out. So you can hear these loud groaning noises for miles. <laughs> You're just like walking through the woods? Well, because they're like a 500 pound beast. So I'm like, I assume they make quite a bit of noise. Show me, what do they sound like again? I'm not going to do that again. But I do want <laughs> you to know that underneath their shell, it's filled with a bunch of small air chambers, which helps them like stay supported and probably swim, I would think. It's like being filled with a bunch of life jackets. But when they get scared, they pull their little bodies, they pull their limbs and their head into their shells. They're known to make like a hissing noise, but really that's the sound of when they pull their body in, their lungs compress. It's like an exhale. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Okay, back to the mating. Once he's on top of her, he will carefully fold out his outer layer of his cloaca. Oh, what? To form a penis to insert for insemination. So a mm. cloaca, yeah. have you not listened to previous episodes that involve cloacas? It's one hole, your pee, your poo, your Jizzle. reproductive bits. And so, yeah, he like makes it into a vessel to deliver the seed. And she can store his sperm for several years before using it for insemination. Up to seven, one wow. source tells me. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Then, once she allows her eggs to be fertilized and she's ready to lay, she will migrate to a dry, sandy area to dig a little hole. And she will sometimes use her urine to soften the soil so she can dig better. Yeah. It's like hydro mining. I'm not even going to ask you what that is or how you know about it. <laughs> and she'll lay her eggs. And then after about 130 days, those little babies hatch. And it's thought that the babies will wait for one another to hatch so they can leave the nest simultaneously. And they have to dig through the sand to come to the surface. And she doesn't like watch the eggs. She leaves them, right? After she buries them? Oh, yeah. She bails. Which I thought was really frightening that like you wake up and you're like, everything's dark and you have to dig your way out of the sand. But you have all your brothers and sisters to do it with you. Wow, that's a spirit. Right? Teamwork. Yeah. So you're not like by yourself. You're like, hey, we're all in this together, digging through this unknown material. Yeah, I guess. Into this unknown world. Oh, it's like summer camp. And in 20 years from then, they'll get to bang. Each not other. each other, probably. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. 
the temperature of the nest determines the sex of the hatchlings. So oh. warmer nests yields more females. I think I've heard of other animals doing that. Maybe alligators, but so just all of their brothers or all of their sisters then. No, it's not like one or the other, but like there will be more females if it's warmer. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Pretty cool. Um, I want to tell you one or two more things. Blame on me. They can survive one year without food or water because their metabolism is so slow and they preserve water so well. But That's incredible. But I read that they can only survive hours on their back, which doesn't really make sense because I'm like, if if they're on their backs... Wouldn't the limitation be eating and drinking? Well, maybe they'd suffocate. Maybe. Compress those little air sacs. Can you imagine not eating for a year? No. Wild. I know. I can't even imagine laying on my back for several hours. <laughs> back, back to being a pillow princess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I see what you did. You do like Pillow that? princess, yeah. <laughs> okay, any questions? You know, I don't have any. That was very good. I learned a lot about Diego and his friends. There is a website where you can watch Diego's activities in the wild currently. They have a little tracker on him. It's pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, he's been under this cactus for months. And also, the tracking stopped in like November 2022, which made me be like, oh, did Diego stop? Or I don't know, the technology? We don't know. No, the internet would not tell me specifically Diego dead or alive. He, he's 100 years old, so. At least. He's maybe 150. That's amazing they can live that long. They're kind of dinosaur-like, though, you know? They're cool. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to know how they have sex now. Yeah, let's a little shout-out D5. Good job, buddy. I know you didn't get the The recognition the you deserve. Yeah. Man, it's hard to be a blue-collar worker. Well, all right, everybody. Blue collar sex worker. <laughs> Is that a porno? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Love you, me. Meet-